Hello guys, welcome back to Board Draw. It is the final episode of our World Cup coverage and um, what a way to end it. What an unbelievable game we bore witness to on Sunday. Just I fully went out and said it's the best game of football I think I've ever seen. Not in terms of like the quality, but the jeopardy in it. The jeopardy, the storylines, the kind of the moments. It was just all good. Like the players you wanted to deliver, delivered. Yeah, it was. It was ten out of ten. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna start by discussing the final itself uh, before we get onto a brief uh, overview of the World Cup. But so coming into the game, I think I, I mean the bookies had them both as like evens yeah. to win it which I think was a fair representation. I think if we saw a fully firing France squad, then they probably would have gone in favourites, but they had a bit of a rocky game against England, a rocky game against Morocco. So Yeah, we said in the preview that they hadn't looked that great in their last two games, and that, like you said, if it was a a France that were flying, I think easy favourites, but arguably Argentina had gone into that game on better like form, and so it was tighter than most people thought going into the game. Yeah, and then the game kicked off and for 60 minutes, it was Argentina, Argentina, Argentina. It was a battering. Yeah, yeah, I'd call it a battering. It was a battering. It was embarrassing. I thought, fucking hell, Leo's come out here. He's not taking shit. Di Maria was outstanding. Di Maria is such a big game player. Mbappe couldn't get into the game. France didn't have a sniff of goal for like, I don't know, 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was, I thought, well, fair play. Messi's won the World Cup. Big dub. You know, big dub for, for that's football heritage, but. Yeah. And then in the space of two minutes. Mate, everyone's, I think like going into the game, you've got like 90% of the world was wanting Messi to complete this story of him getting the World Cup, him being the, the greatest to ever do it. And yeah, like you said, for 60 minutes, that was the story. And you kind of think, oh, if this is how he's going to get it, like, good on him, but, like, this final was too easy. And then, yeah, like you said, in the space of two minutes, Mbappe just fucking went nuts. The He scores the penalty versus um, Martinez. Who I, I want to talk about Martinez later, but... We'll get into Martinez and some of his shithousery and yeah. everything. He's but, a weird guy. But, yeah, and then he hits that stunning volley. Like, the pace he's going at, the pace the ball's coming at... The connection as well. I swear every angle. person on the commentary is like, don't hit it on the volley, take a touch. But he's like the only guy that's cracked enough to take that on the volley. And he's so good. It's like those Thierry Henry-esque finishes that he'll like open up his body and just wrap it around the keeper. It's so nice. And yeah, in that base of two minutes, he changed the entire... He single-handedly changed the tone. France back into it. And then suddenly, France had the impetus. And I feel like the world was watching this one guy in Mbappe become so he's already in my opinion the best player in the world and he just kind of got to that like elite elite level in that moment where obviously not everyone watches Ligue 1 so like you know of Mbappe but unless you're like tuned into Champions League or uh, PSG you're probably not like watching him that often you don't really understand the level but this kid is fucked he is so good and I think Doing that on that stage, obviously he did it at the last World Cup. And yeah, he's just putting himself in that conversation. And I said this post-game, I think he's already like top 10 best ever. Oh, I mean... He might, he's like, so good, like, man. By the age of 23. I and mean, he's, he's just done so much. But yeah, I mean, you probably definitely make an argument. Best ever, top 10. 
I think you might have to put see that out to you guys. I mean, you know. could you could see him absolutely have a fall off. I mean, Deli Ali was never at his level, but he might do Deli Ali and yeah. fucking stink it up. I don't know, but yeah, he he grabbed the game and absolutely turned it around. He said, "Fuck you, I'm not fucking having this. I'm yeah. taking this trophy." Shops made some nice subs as well. Um, Kolo Mwani and Turan, when they came on, they changed the game because it wasn't instant though. Their their sort of nah. Well, we were gassing up Giroud and Griezmann and Dembele. De- Dembele's been all right this tournament. It hasn't done he had too a much. In the final, Dembele, though. oh my god! Even the French media were on his neck oh, for how bad. I felt he was. bad for him, but like he he was so bad. And then the fact like, that he gave away like, the penalty as well was, it was so like bad. Two minutes into the game. And like France is just playing the ball around a little bit, and he just misplaces passes that you would like yeah. make just day in day out. And I don't know if the occasion got to them because yeah. it's weird because they've done it before, they've been there before. Like I think they had what like eighty percent of their squad was the same as the one who won it previously. Yeah. So I don't know if the occasion got to them. Apparently, the stadium was like eighty percent Argentina fans. Yeah, I can though. imagine it was a carnage atmosphere. More slacker propaganda from me. I don't want to hear anybody say that Dembele is better than Saka. I'm not having it. But um, anyway, back to the game. Yeah, Deschamps made some very positive substitutions. I think when you're in that situation anyway, though, you've got to go for you're it. in a final, you're 2-0 down. You Like the subs, like it makes no sense not to be aggressive with your substitutions because you've got nothing to lose. And they paid off. I think Argentina... The defence control. Yeah, the defence of Argentina, I've never been like majorly set on, but like the midfield and the forward line are just so good that the defence never really got tested too much this tournament. And when they did, like against Netherlands, like against Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Arabia. <laughs> and like they did in this game, you can't get at that defence. Like I've never been majorly impressed by Romero and Otamendi, we know him from his Premier League days. He's very good on the ground, but he's like, in the air he's pretty shit. Iffy. They both had two really good tournaments in, they're, they're in themselves. Either on, nothing but really that defence is gettable. Yeah. And we saw that when they bottled that 2-0 lead. And yeah, I think up until... yeah, um, The 60th minute is sort of where we see Argentina lose control of the game. Yeah. And it's explosiveness of France through the likes of Mbappe, through the likes of Griezmann, and uh, very impressive Colomani as well, mm. um, who managed to sort of get themselves back into this. Um it was a very tense end to the game, as you can expect. It's a World Cup final. It's 2 all. Um, but then Argentina sort of regrouped, got themselves back together, and were probably the better team throughout extra time as well. Yeah, and so that's like a major kind of fair play to their mentality because a lot of teams, you can imagine if you're 2-0 up in a final, and arguably like that country's biggest final since Maradona led them to the World Cup. So to be in the final, be 2-0 up, no, you bottled it like you did against Netherlands. Luckily, you got through that game. But like to be 2-0 up and bottle it, a lot of teams would fold. And that's like testament to their mentality that, like you said, they came out in the second half uh, in the extra time and were better than France, who arguably should have gone for the kill, really. But yeah, I think once you saw Mbappe get into the game and really go at that Argentina defence, you thought, yeah. this is probably over now. Yeah. Like, he's just not going to stop. Especially because they had fresh subs that are all, like, young, hungry players. You'd yeah, think the that. level of substitutions that France can make did one-up sort of the level that Argentina 100%, can make. 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but on the likes of Martinez, who, I don't know, he can't hit a bar door, man. He is... Oh, my God, you see that cross where he headed it and oh. fucking, from about six yards out, he put it about 14 yards wide. And it's like, how... Yeah. How have you been that bad? And I did tweet this earlier and um, 
I said that like if Argentina had stuck with him this tournament, they wouldn't have won the World Cup. But he was because bringing in Alvarez, what that did is just allow Messi the like um, ability to do less. But in, in doing less, saw, he does more. I saw a tweet where it was like Rodrigo de Paul um, runs so that Messi can walk or something like that. And it's, that is literally the case. All that team, and we said this in the preview, all those players are literally there to put 150% in so that Messi can put 50% in. But Messi's 50% is all he needs to be like the most important figure in the game. And Alvarez leads the line so well. He's so aggressive. In like the 90th minute, he's still pressing and winning... Um, tackles off the centre back, and it's crazy that I don't know. Like I don't think Martinez would have done that. No, I, I yeah, I think I can't remember who said it. It was like um, Inter did very well to win the league with Martinez and Lukaku. <laughs> like, yeah, unbelievable. That is, that is like ten missed chance a game, mate. Honestly, it's yeah, I don't know, but but yeah, and then obviously Argentina went three two up. Then France scored a late penalty, Mbappe again, yeah, beating uh, Martinez twice. Doing what Kane couldn't. And then, in like the 120th minute, Colo Moani is through, one-on-one with Martinez, edge of the box, and he doesn't do anything wrong. He puts a nice, drilled, low shot He's going to, Mar- to Martinez's left, yeah. his right, and Martinez just genuinely one of the best saves I've ever seen in my life. I think it's the most crucial save in football history. Genuinely, in that moment when I saw that save, I was like, "Oh my fuck!" Yeah, that was win. that was that that was the That's game it. over. Yeah, and he he stopped that game from being over. I think if you if you replay that situation a hundred times, the striker probably scores about eighty five percent. Yeah, I was going to say ninety ish. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And no, not not that many goalkeepers make that save. It was a different kind of hand of God. Honestly, such a good save. And then, like we said earlier, Martinez goes up the other end and fucking spoons the. Easiest header he'll ever have in his life. And then we get into... Penalties. The penalties, the drama. I mean, Jesus I, I never like to see a World Cup get decided by penalties. Yeah, I saw but, so many tweets. It's like, bring back golden goal. But I, was like, I, don't I do I love handle. the jeopardy of it. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. It, penalties are great. They decide the game. But you never really feel like you had a true winner. Because yeah. Because he's a lottery. And, and like, like, one team's got Emmy Martinez, who's... An elite level a penalty stopper. I was he's going to say the exact thing you're about shit to say. Houser. Yeah. And then the other team's got Hugo Lloris, who... Genuinely hasn't saved the penalty at any point in his life. I thought, like, uh, the fact that if Harry Kane got the penalty on target, it was going in. Yeah. And that's what I I said pre the England game. Just take shots at Lloris, because as long as they're on target, he's got, like, the weakest hands. You can get him on target or get a hand Just to them and it's still going. Yeah. And, yeah, that's what... Um, I think, yeah, Argentina, they must have known going into that penalty shootout that Lloris is a dodgy shot stopper penalty shootout wise and Martinez is like an elite penalty shootout. And Argentina already won one coming into this. And so, yeah, it must have been looking good. But how do you feel about Martinez's antics? Like, um, who is it that went up? Shuameni went up to take his pen and Martinez took the ball and threw it away. Did the same to Colomani as well. How do you feel about that kind of stuff? Um, Because I saw mixed reviews on Twitter. It's very easy for people to turn around and be like, he shouldn't be doing that. It's disrespectful. Yeah. But at the end of the day... I'm all for it. I... if my keeper's doing that and he saves like two of the penalties and, exactly that. and then like one of them goes wide or something, um, I don't care what he's done. I don't care if he gets sent off at the end of the penalty shoot. what people don't understand is this is literally the biggest game in all these people's lives. 
And you're going to do everything in your power to make sure you win it. You're getting, you're getting an advantage mentally and it's, it's paying dividends. Like, I, I don't... Yeah, you can say it's disrespectful. Yeah, you can say... Well, he got yellow carded. Like, yeah, who the doesn't fuck matter. Can, in 20 years' time, no one's going to remember, oh, Martinez threw the ball away in the penalty shootout. All they're going to remember in 20 years' time is Messi and Argentina won the World Cup. Like, he's not... Uh, like, yeah, he's, he's shit-housing a little bit. He's throwing the ball away. He's sort of getting in their heads. He's not really doing anything too disgusting. No, but have you seen the shit recently of him during Mbappe. like the parade? And he's on Mbappe's neck for I, some reason. Do you know what? That yeah. shit is weird. Now, now I'm, now I'm. I was like, oh, do you know what? Now Martinez, I'm mad. I like, I like it. Like, I like. I've always thought he's a bit of a element. weird don. But like now, like bro, the kid's just the, the kid is twenty four years of years old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's won. He's won more than you will ever already win. Ever. Yeah. He's won it ever. Like he's gonna go on to be one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. Show some respect, yeah. Show some respect. Uh, but like the weird thing for me, yeah, is that like, like he had a he had like a fucking teenage mutant ninja turtle mask or something, and then fucking Messi standing there two feet away from him and not doing anything. Like I sort yeah. of expect a bit more Messi to be like, brother, it's about celebrating us, not about putting him down. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. The Argentinians have gone a bit weird. I saw someone had a like a, a, f- a coffin. A, a, yeah, there was a coffin. Someone had like a picture of Mbappe and lit it on fire, and then. Um, Martinez was so I don't know if you've if you haven't seen so basically the Martinez stuff is that there was this like toy baby and it had Mbappe's face on it and uh, Martinez has been carrying this around during the celebrations and so it's all a little bit like distasteful it's, like yes you've already won at the expense of Mbappe but did but Mbappe like, really like, do anything wrong and also Mbappe scored four goals against you yeah, that game like, humble yourself yeah humble yourself a little bit he's the second ever person to score a hat trick in a World Cup final. Yeah. The first in like modern football, really. So and yeah. like, I think they need to. He's the top scorer at the World Cup. It's a bit weird. Like, yeah, you, just you, enjoy you, the World Cup. Yeah, you mate, you've won the World Cup. Yeah, mate, celebrate that. Celebrate your culture and don't sit there burning like babies of Mbappe's face on it. It's just <laughs> so weird. weird. So like, weird. He's living rent free in your head. And you've just won the World Cup. That is exactly it. It's like, why are you so rattled by this guy? Unless like Mbappe did something during the game. Apart from score, I can imagine four there's goals. a lot of shit talking going yeah, on the pitch. Yeah, but like, but uh, I can't imagine that Martinez wasn't the one that instigated him. it. Yeah, now nah, uh, Martinez, he, ever since he left Arsenal, and he's been he's a weird guy in the media. And I've always just thought this youth's a bit tapped in the head. And obviously, quality save, well done in the pens. But you're a weird guy. Fair enough. That's yeah, the but... final note. Let's just quickly: is Messi the goat? It's, it was it to be honest like now I, yeah we're I on look, the same page now I look back at it and I no. think mate I was silly for ever doubting it mm. but he he was the goat long before this yeah um, and I think I think a lot of people questioned it when he sort of had that decline first going to Paris he's kicked it up this season like he's got incredible numbers and we've seen it throughout the World Cup we realised this guy is just he's still different he's 35 years yeah. of age and he's making players he made Guavado yeah Guavado the best defender in this World Cup probably arguably Look like an absolute amateur, like a Sunday league player. Yeah, honestly, and he's doing that that, that big age. Like, yeah, the geezer is like the best to ever do it. And I saw tweets was like, "Is he the best footballer ever?" And then I replied, "I said, um, I'm of the opinion he's the best sportsman ever." Yeah, I agree. I, so my kind of thought behind that is that, like, obviously, football is the biggest sport in the world, and he's the best at that biggest sport in the world. He is therefore the best sportsman to ever live. He, yeah, I mean, he. Like if you look at the football is the is the global sport, so the amount of people that play football is going to be larger than the amount of people Anything that play like NFL, the amount of people that play like tennis or whatever. Yeah, like I saw people talking about Michael Jordan, and but like I swear, like 
The number of people that can be an elite basketball player, you have to be like minimum six something, apart from maybe like Steph Curry, and you have to be very niche, got come up through the like NBA system and that. So the pool of and like elite like basketball players yeah. is probably 1% of the pool of potential footballers. And so to be the best footballer ever... Yeah, there's no debate. Not just, not just, yeah, he, he ever is the key word. He's yeah. not just the best of our generation. He's the best ever, ever. Yeah, hundred. Ever is touchable. Uh, do you see the, um, he, so the Ballon d'Or? Yeah, there's like the the super Ballon d'Or. I saw this trending on I Twitter, I, I, and I, I, I thought it was like a myth. Meme. Yeah. yeah, but Di Stefano won it. The super the, Ballon d'Or. Being the best player over three decades or something. Yeah, so the only person that's got one at the moment is Alfredo Di Stefano. Yeah, and. Bro, Messi's got to win the super, super, super bad. Mate, I want to see... I, I saw, like, a picture of it. I don't know if it's the real one. But it's, like, the Ballon d'Or on yeah, top of, like, this monolith yeah. with, like, little Ballon d'Ors. It looks sick. Yeah, no, I want Messi to get that. Yeah, no, that'd be sick. Um, should we... So, we'll take a little break. Yeah, we'll take a little break. Well, then we'll go back and discuss... The World Cup as a whole. The World Cup as a whole, yeah. Because it's been well, an excellent uh, footballing tournament. It has. I, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. The World Cup is over. Qatar 2022. But the memories will live on. And it's been a very memorable World Cup. Arguably the most controversial World Cup ever played. We're not going to discuss the outside. But it's over. Yeah, I mean, it's over. But we're not going to discuss all that. We we gave our opinions on that in the first episode of our World Cup journey. But um, it's been a journey. In terms of the football, it's been a strange one. It's been excellent at times. It's been confusing. Most goals ever scored at a World Cup. I Most didn't, goals ever scored. Like, as you're watching it, I didn't think, fuck me, there's loads of goals this tournament. No. But for it to be the most goals at a World Cup, I don't know what that kind of says about, I don't know, everyone. I don't know if that's because it's come right in the middle of, uh, like, a league yeah. season, so everyone's at a elite level, maybe, whereas, like, other World Cups would come at the end of the season, so everyone's kind of on that kind of knackered decline. Maybe... The fact that it was in the middle of the season, everyone's kind of at that kind of hitting their peak. So maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. But um, like a lot of the goals came in the knockout stages. Yeah, like there was I a lot of enjoyed all the football. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I mean, should we we put out a little thing on Twitter earlier? We did put out a thing on Twitter. The thing we put out on Twitter is so we asked a tweet, if you will, um, people to let us know what your favourite World Cup moment was. Got some quality responses. Who your player of the tournament was. Try and be more imaginative than Lionel Messi, please. Um, underrated team of the tournament. And underrated player of the tournament. So go in the comments and let us know. Or reply to our tweet. But yeah. Um, should we give ours first or should we... Yeah, I mean, let's um, let's let's read these guys out. Okay, and then we'll give our opinions on theirs and then maybe let you know ours a little insight. But um, we had Dan Mux replied his favourite moment was the Mbappe two goals in two minutes which I think is a great shout um, uh, that's like probably apart from like like random moments that's the only moment like like one of the only things during the World Cup that's made me sit there and think oh my fuck something yeah like genuinely here. like I, like I smacked yeah, moment I was speechless because like we said earlier at 2-0 up you're just thinking Messi's won the World Cup all is well you can kind of just like you go into that game a little bit stressed, but two nil up, your stress levels are just lowering. And then for Messi, uh, for Mbappe to do two goals in two minutes, I was just there like, what the fuck it's is going on? It's that part in the film, yeah, where the film is going quite well. You're like, you're enjoying it. Disequilibrium. And then suddenly, bam! 
bang, you get hit in the back of the head with a hammer and you wake up, you don't know where the fuck you are. Genuinely. Right. It was like, yeah, one of the only moments in the World Cup where I was like, what the fuck is going on now? But that will be a moment... Cause, cause, I mean, if they've gone on to win it, that mm. would be the moment. Like, But it that will still be a craziness. moment that you look back on and think, what if? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive what if. Um, Dan's got his um, best player of the tournament down as Messi. I think that's a very obvious one. Yeah, I think everyone's is Messi. Yeah, mine's Messi. Yeah, but, same. I, I mean, you can't say... There Messi. are other very good there players, are ca- but good Messi, candidates. Messi, Messi and Mbappe. Um, yeah, those two are the top tier, aren't top they? Top tier, yeah. But... Um, what, uh, what was the next one? Underrated, underrated team. team. Morocco for And them. I feel like a lot of people's will be Morocco because nobody in their right mind pictured them getting to the uh, quarterfinals. Quarter semi semifinals. Apart from Samuel to be fair, yeah. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, they did so good. And like, they, there was a lot of games where they set up and they were really defensive and they sort of took their chances. But there were moments, especially against France, where I thought this team can really play. They're, they're yeah, in the knockout stages, yeah. they kind of came out of their shell a little bit. I think I like what they did in the sense of like they kind of defended their way out of the group because there's a lot of teams like Germany that kind of backed themselves too much attacking didn't defend properly and couldn't make it out of the group. And maybe if Germany made it out of the group, they would have gone quite far because, like we said, the attacking football kind of comes out in the knockout stages. But if you can't get out of the group where it's tight games, which is what Morocco did well, they kept what it Southgate's solid. very good at. Yeah, get themselves out of the group. Yeah, exactly what Southgate's good at. And then when there's knockout football and you can kind of give it a little bit, Morocco got themselves through a couple of games. And if they had a more p- prolific front line... They might have beaten France. They probably could have beaten France. Yeah, they were unbelievable. So I think that's an absolute yeah, great shout Yeah, top Dan. team. But, um, and then, yeah, underrated player for Dan. He's gone with Olivier Giroud, which I think up until the final. About it, yeah. yeah, I think he he can be a bit overlooked in a team with Mbappe and Griezmann. Yeah, he's, and but most fact, people the, thought the absence of Benzema would do France no good, but Giroud lived up to the expectations. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, he, you, we saw against England, he was the he was the difference maker in that game. Mm. Um, and yeah, he, I think he allowed Mbappe as well to shine, which maybe, uh, it's hard to say it, but I don't know if Benzema would have yeah. l- left the spotlight to Mbappe enough. But Giroud was very selfless in the way he plays. Yeah, 100%. And um it's his ability to be in the right places at the right time is his know-how as well to make moves which create space for players like Mbappe and Dembele Griezmann to get into which yeah. is outstanding so yeah it's a great shout from you Dan uh, do you want to go through somebody who's been on the podcast Mr. Yeah. Gaffney big up gaffers every single time um, so he put his best moment and I like this this is a bit of a rogue one is and this is something that I think we'll miss I don't know if it's confirmed yet but do you know um Infantino said that the next World Cup is going to be three teams, three teams and that the final games aren't going to be played at the same time. Yeah, the Jeopardy. They'll be lose the Jeopardy. I don't know if that's confirmed, but Gaffers leans into that Jeopardy and he said his best moment is the Group E final games. I think that's my favourite moment. And Japan beating Spain and Germany's departure. And we said this when it was happening. The fact that like at one point in that group... Germany and Spain were both going out. You had Costa Rica and Japan going through out of a group with fucked. Germany and Spain. Like, it was, that is... For that five-minute period where that was a reality, it was the craziest five-minute period. That was literally equal to, like, Mbappe scoring the two in two minutes. You just sat there, like... I think everybody and their mum had bets on, like, Germany and Spain to get out of that group. And you're just sitting there thinking, what the fuck is I mean, going Spain on? Spain, after battering Costa Rica, what was it, 7-0, seven, <laughs> yeah. seven 7-1? Literally. And then, like, Germany, who were... 
pretty poor against Japan, not great against Spain, but then they were like pretty electric against Costa Rica and they just couldn't find the back of the net until the last like half an hour. But yeah, yeah, that's just a moment in football where you're just like, the World Cup just is beautiful. Like, it is, it is just amazing. Like, you never predict the World Cup. Like there's just nothing like it. And yeah, I mean, big shout great from Gaffers. Gaffers. He's playing the tournament though. Sofian Amrabat, who is doing yeah doing the rounds on the transfer market everyone I think Liverpool at the moment are like top link with him I mean, Liverpool but Spurs Fernandes yeah Bellingham and Amrabat genuinely yeah I, I agree he's probably one of the best players of the tournament a lot of players I think you only know of him if you know of Watford and his brother Amrabat yeah. that played for Watford and at first, when I first heard his name doing the rounds, yeah. I thought it was the Watford yeah. one. But no, this is his younger brother, uh, plays for Fiorentina. And yeah, he had an absolutely electric tournament for he, Morocco. He was, that tackle gets Mbappe is like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, big yeah. time. I like the bit... So Mbappe skins, I think it's Hakimi. And then you just see Amrabat just like... And he's, just, <laughs> he's not a small guy, but he, he got down there and the, he put in a yeah. crunch. If he gets that wrong, so it's a red funny. card. Yeah, like, such a funny tackle. Yeah. But um, yeah, elite player. And... I'd say I don't think I saw him drop a game where it was like below like an 8 out of 10. He was so good he every single so game I saw him play. Yeah. He was the reason that Morocco got so far. Him, like Saiz as well, had a really good tournament. Yeah. Um, that whole yeah, Morocco. Hakimi. Like defence and midfield were good. Yeah. If they Azari, had. Azari as well. Azari. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I can't remember how he pronounced it, but he was electric. And yeah, just a brilliant performance of Morocco around. So. Underrated team, though. This is an interesting one. Saudi Arabia. Gaffers, is this just because they beat Argentina? Because I don't remember them doing anything else after it, really. We'll just sit in silence because that's a fucking <laughs> dead, uh, dead opinion, <laughs> mate. Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Like, what did they do, man? I genuinely only remember them I know beating Argentina, like beat Argentina. So who else was in that group? It was Argentina, Saudi Arabia. Uh, was it the Poland group? Poland and... Someone else. Ghana. And they lost the two games after it, didn't they? Yeah. So what did they do? Just be gaffers, mate, get in the bin. Yeah, that's nah, I love you. And then uh, underrated player, Richard Doan from Japan. I appreciate that he's been different. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of players. I was thinking about this the Doan other day. was really good. Japan are probably my underrated team, I think, because they were so good. And how they went out penalties is just like we said in the final it's just like that's not how you want it's a lottery like that's not how you want your journey to end and um japan i really like what they got they've got so many like exciting players they got fucking matoma from brighton and kubo on the other wing i think when them two grow a couple more maybe by the next tournament because they're both like i think kubo's 19 and matoma's like 20 so by the next tournament they'll be like hitting their peakish they'll be electric on the wings for japan if they get a decent finisher Japan will be. I think that's what we've noticed a lot is they'll be good. Man. I think I think club football is developing to a way where a lot of teams don't utilize like a classic number nine, whereas in international football where you don't you get that sort of time to work in the intricacies of your forward movements, a t- like a clinical number nine is really like a useful tool. Mm. But a lot of because the clubs aren't developing those sort of players. The national teams don't really have those to pick from. Yeah, and that's so, why the likes of Giroud do so well in international football because yeah, exactly. he's that guy. But yeah, um, yeah, Brissy Dunn, not a bad uh, shout. Probably I just looked at the next persons who Tom just shooting down to your underrated team. Tom actually had Japan as his underrated team, which I like a lot. He's a man of taste, though, Tom. He is a man of taste. Man of taste, yeah. Um, but yeah, his favourite moment, see Messi would lift the World Cup. I think that'll be fair a lot enough. of people's, yeah. yeah I think that's probably up there with mine. I feel like it's the moment. That you How probably... do you feel about? Um, the Qatari the robe the Qatari robe that Messi was putting 
Um, I'm gonna be careful what I say, but um, I think they should have. It should have been something that ha- like I w- I'm not mad that it happened, but it should have happened later. Let him get him. Let him be celebrating his his country's colours. Yeah. Let him let all the iconic imagery be taken, and yeah. then perhaps like after you know giving the robe or something like i know there's it happens a lot in different cultures like you, i've seen pictures of like pele celebrating with sombrero and <laughs> yeah, that's what like things like that but you've literally covered up his entire like yeah i definitely like, agree i think it was maybe definitely forced upon him there's like no way Messi probably knew about it prior he yeah. probably would just have been like no but um i saw a tweet that was quite cool it was like i like it in the sense that he like very much differentiated Messi from all his teammates and it kind of connoted that he is definitely like the king amongst yeah, the king of football amongst just like peasants. He is like elite. So I quite like that. But yeah, like you said, the iconic imagery there is just always going to flash back a little bit. You know bit what? To the the beauty is though, Photoshop is advanced, baby. Yeah, that will be sorted. Too. Talking but, about that, and, and you know the Latara Martinez. Mate, he's a scumbag. Mate, how is like he's Messi's a like celebrating the trophy and then just over his shoulders Martinez, and then it's a, it's a joke. The Twitter people were just like, no, mate, not having that. It's such because that it's is literally like a, a like, mirror of the, the Maradona and one. The Maradona one, yeah. And you just kind of look at it and you're like. Why is Martinez sat on that crossbar like an absolute pagan just ruining that? But he photo? probably didn't know, man. Yeah, nah, but he, like, yeah, not obviously not. He's gassed. It's but not, it's not hold up, hold up. It's not like Messi won the World Cup. Argentina won the World Cup. Yeah, he's Messi won. Yeah, I mean. But anyway, yeah. so Tom, favorite moment seeing Messi lift the World Cup. Player of the tournament, Messi. Underrated team, Japan. Underrated and then underrated player. player. He's gone with Amrabat. Amrabat slash. Alexis, Alexis McAllister. I watched a video of him and it's like a laugh compilation. He's it's got, so funny. He's got the best laugh in football. He's like, and he's like, the way he talks, I, I'm, he's a good boy and I like it. Yeah, he's apparently linked with Arsenal. But I think he's, he's just, just, just going to do the rounds. Well. He's, he's like, like let's fuck. Wife, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just like, let's get the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I but he had man. an outrageous tournament. Uh, like, I feel like a lot of probably like, I don't know, La Liga watchers or Serie A watchers Definitely wouldn't have heard of Alexis McAllister because he plays for not one of the big six teams in England. And he comes out World Cup and starting in a midfield of Argentina and you're thinking, oh, who is this guy? Had such a good tournament. I probably wouldn't have had him in the starting 11. Like, yeah, I don't think I would have. But well, as I have a testament to what he's doing kind of in and around the Argentina training camp that um, Scaloni is like, yeah, that's the guy. Or detriment to how poor that kind of Argentina midfield options are but he was so good he was unbelievable and I, I really liked how I, I, like the way I describe him is brave like he's a really brave player like he will he will make runs that a lot of players would be hesitant to make he will make passes that a lot of players and in the final he was taking shots from like 20 yards like yeah I just like his his energy he's always happy to accept the ball even if he's under pressure I hate players that like shirk responsibility and kind of They'll like shuffle around in front of the defence, pretend to ask for the ball, but then be like, no, 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 I'm getting pressed. Don't pass it to me. I want players, no matter how pressed they are, receive the ball. Turn, Thomas Party. Fucking Deman, like Thiago, um, Amrabat's quite good at it this tournament. The players like that, I'm all for. Just fucking brave players. And, yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, that's a great shout from Tom. I mean, is there anything that you'd really change? Anything that. No, my favourite moment was probably Messi winning the World Cup. Um, but I like the shouts from Gaffers in that Group E final yeah, game. I think Group E might have been my favourite. 
But yeah, the two goals in two minutes, it's all pretty close for me. Like, yeah, 100 really stands out. It was an electric World Cup. It was so Any good. players that you feel like deserve a little mention? Uh, I'm always going to bat my baby boy, Bukayo Saka. Yeah. I said this on the last pod. He's He was, for me, England's best player. Um, let us know who you think England's best player was, because I'm intrigued to know if Saka is getting as much love outside as in here. But um, yeah, other players are quite liked... Um, What's his name from Portugal? That like Gonzalo Ramos. I yeah, th- Gonzalo Ramos, yeah. I think it's hard to come into a team that is so dominated by Cristiano Ronaldo and be like, here's your first start. I reckon he only had one good performance, though. Yeah, I, I see someone buying him and being like, oh, he's not. But I've heard good things at Benfica that he is, like, very decent. So from Portugal as well, uh, Guerra as well, the left back. He's, I'll be seeing him in a lot of uh, team of the tournaments. Ah, so. the one from Dortmund. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, who are, is there anyone really? I think you're just looking at sort of yeah, your Amrabats and Shuameni. I think had a good tournament. He had a good tournament. Yeah. Um, just trying to think. Oh, Guavadal from Croatia. Yeah, he, yeah. he's gonna get snatched out. I think yeah, Real was, Madrid entered the race to sign him as well. So yeah, he and uh, Livkovic as well. I thought he had a really good tournament. So yeah, there could be a couple of uh, World Cup signings. Cody Gakpo as well didn't get a lot of time in the tournament. Yeah, that's but true. He did impress when he was there, especially because this World Cup comes straight into a season, uh, into a window. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a lot of moves in this, um, in this window. So yeah, I agree. Keep your eyes peeled for that. But yeah. Um, that just about wraps up that little segment. Yeah. What are we saying? I don't know, mate. Should we call it a day? Call That's it. the World Cup. That's the World That's Cup, Qatar mate. That's Qatar 2022. Rounded up. I've got to stick in the last few stickers of my World Cup sticky book. How many How many you got left? Uh, Buckley, I'm coming for you, mate. You owe me some dupes. And once I've got Buckley's dupes, I'm probably about 50 off completing it. So I'll just order the last few. That's not bad. Yeah. Are you, you would, are you done two books though? Nah, I did one in the end. You did one. Uh, a two is financially irresponsible. <laughs> it is. So yeah, the plan was to do two World Cup sticky books pre-tournament, but I bottled that. One hardback, one... Uh, what's they called? Don't, Paperback. Yeah, yeah, don't have the finances for that. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to donate to Roz right now, get him some uh, stickies. Talking about that, you can donate to me by subscribing, liking the video, um... We actually have a cheeky competition running with our good friend, Jack Joe Howe, the owner and lovely man in charge of... The the, Blue Check. Yes. In Wembley. And he's had a couple of student nights where, in collaboration with us, we've had a competition running for a mystery football shirt. We love a mystery football shirt competition over here. Yeah, mystery football shirt. We just love the Jeopardy. As you can tell, we're shirted up. So, um... Yeah, we've had a competition running with Jack and we said that post-tournament we'd announce a winner and the winner is Matt. We won't give away your full details. <laughs> We're not going to fire away. Yeah, just here's his address. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we did a little spin earlier. Yeah. And yeah, congratulations. We'll get your deets and we'll send you a mystery football shirt. Yeah, congratulations, man. Make sure you send us a little cheeky shirt, uh, cheeky shirt back. Luke wants some cheeky photos. Mate. Cheeky photo back. You'll please be wearing a shirt though. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But yeah, I mean... It's been an exciting World Cup. No, it has. Uh, let us know your thoughts about the World Cup, if you enjoyed Just it. Just in general, we won a 24 How you page. feel about the Winter World Cup and that vibe. The amount of times I went to the pub and it was fucking pissing down, it was pitch black outside. That um, was a weird thing to get used to, but... But do you know what's good news, Rose? Vibes are good. It's Christmas. In, what, it'd be a year, well, it'd be two years, 
We've got a, uh, a Euros to look forward to with Gareth Southgate helming England again. Yes, That's Gareth Southgate is still in the job. Conversation for another day, though, I believe. Yes. Because that, we um, made our feelings pretty clear, I think. Yeah, I mean, well, we're not going to get on to it. But yeah, anyway, hope you enjoyed the World Cup. Hope you enjoyed our content throughout. Back to um, the Prem now. Back to the Prem. We've got a couple of League Cup games coming up uh, this week. And then the Boxing Day fixtures, baby. The Boxing Day fixtures. And then we're back into the title race between Man City and Arsenal. I'm scared. We're Jesusless. I'd be nervous. I'd be shaken. I am. I am. Unless we go hard in the window, I'm not backing us. But yeah, um, this one's been a shorter episode. But, you know, it's come to Christmas. So yeah, we, can... uh, uh, we probably won't do another video pre-Christmas. So have a lovely Christmas, everyone. Yeah, lots all, of love from, from the Wardrobe Boys. Wardrobe. Yeah, all, all, all of us and the cast and crew behind the camera. Yeah, all the cast and crew. <laughs> Shout out, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been Wardrobe. Have a lovely Christmas, and uh, we'll see you before the New Year. So we'll, we'll hold our reservations on that one. Bye.